Hello and welcome back to Endopod. My name is Tepsi Xavier and I'm a third year medical student. This week we are going to be looking at a very important aspect of medicine, which is mental health. We have collaborated with the University of Aberdeen Psychiatry Society to make this episode. Specifically, we're going to be exploring how the coronavirus pandemic and lockdown has affected those living with endocrinological conditions and what stresses they have been through. We have three people who have type 1 diabetes that have kindly given their experiences of lockdown, so stay tuned for that. It goes without saying that COVID-19 has frightened us all. It was an unexpected virus that brought a huge change to the world and all of our lives. But imagine trying to manage a long-term condition at the same time. It's not easy at all. Between 1st of March and 11th of May 2020, one-third of people with COVID-19 that had died in hospital in England had diabetes. People with type 1 diabetes were found to be 186% more likely to die, and those with type 2 diabetes were 81% more likely to die from COVID-19. This understandably caused a lot of anxiety and fear in the diabetic community. Let's explore why. Various degrees of lockdown have been implemented around the world. A rapid review of the psychological impacts of quarantine was conducted in March 2020. It looked at various outbreaks including influenza A virus, Ebola, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome and Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome. The review clearly described emotional disturbance, low mood, stress, insomnia and more. During isolation, 20% were scared, 18% were nervous and 10% felt guilty. This shows that when we are separated from our friends and family and our routines are completely misplaced, we get anxious and we do not cope well with little social interaction. There are studies showing that people who have diabetes are at risk of developing psychological issues in general. A meta-analysis performed in 2019 showed that people with diabetes had an increased risk of developing depression. Out of 20 studies involving over 500,000 participants, 67.6% of them suggested increased depression risk. During the coronavirus pandemic, people have been housebound and their routines have been completely disrupted. People with diabetes have been worrying about acquiring insulin, the correct food, accessing diabetic services and more. This obviously sets them up for being at risk for developing anxiety, which can lead to mental health issues. If we look at young people and adolescents, stress and social isolation can affect their mental health and development. A UK survey during the pandemic found that 83% of over 2,100 young people who had previous mental health problems felt that their mental health was worse during lockdown, and a quarter of them were unable to access their usual mental health support services. Many people with type 1 diabetes are young and fall into this category, with 44.7% of type 1 diabetics in England being under 40 years old. This in itself is an explanation as to why those with type 1 diabetes may find lockdown extra difficult. They're not only at risk of diabetic complications, they also have that extra burden of mental health. So, diseases in our minds are very much interlinked. Type 2 diabetes is much more common in older people and it is associated with obesity, heart disease, amongst other conditions. We have covered a lot about the effects of the virus on diabetes in the first episode of our podcast, so feel free to check that out. But from a psychological perspective, social isolation, decreased physical activity and reduced intellectual stimulation 
increases the risk of cognitive decline and dementia in older people. Many supportive resources during the pandemic are online, and while many older people are tech-savvy, some are not. This sets up a situation where they are at risk of developing anxiety, and they may even feel out of the loop with updates on COVID-19. The inability to see family and friends is a big issue for elderly people especially, and having to deal with diabetes and other conditions at the same time must be a truly difficult task. Another major thing to mention is that weight gain has become common during lockdown. Gyms are closed, personal trainers aren't available and weight loss support groups are also closed. A survey of 2,254 UK residents aged 16 to 75 found that almost half of them put on weight during lockdown. I have already mentioned that obesity and type 2 diabetes are related, and for people in this particular category, the pressure of having to maintain their blood sugars as well as looking after their weight during lockdown must have been a difficult task indeed. A huge mental strain can be seen here. The stereotypes must be mentioned too. Diabetic people in general receive a lot of scrutiny, so having to deal with negative views when cut off from family and friends is yet another thing to acknowledge. We have talked about the stereotypes surrounding diabetes in a previous episode. Feel free to check that out for an in-depth explanation on the difficulties faced by people with diabetes. I have talked about only a few of the many mental strains that those with diabetes have faced during the pandemic and lockdown. So now that we have talked through the statistics and issues at hand, let's move on to the personal stories. Now, for the first person on this week's episode, Eve. She has type 1 diabetes and has kindly agreed to give her perspective. On to you, Eve. Hi, my name is Eve. I'm a student nurse and I've been type 1 diabetic since the age of 4 and I'm now 18. My younger sibling who's now 15, was diagnosed at 12 years old also. At the moment, the whole of society is slowly coming out of a very long lockdown due to the impact of coronavirus. In relation to my mental health and my diabetes, throughout lockdown, there has been many ups and downs as well as highs and lows. Personally, I found lockdown hard at times, as many others have also. Some days can be fantastic and other days can pose more of a challenge. Not being able to be physically active at times or being as busy has been hard. However, I found taking the time to go for a social distance walk at some point during my day helps all my wellbeing needs. Lockdown has been an isolating time due to all daily structure being removed. Having type 1 diabetes can be seen as a hidden disability which not everyone understands fully in society. This meant for lockdown that not many people would realise the effect of having type 1 diabetes if coming into contact with COVID-19. My coping strategies during lockdown would have to be taking the time to switch off from studying the news or whatever the stress factor may be and listen to music, take a bath or go for a social distance walk. No person is the same as each individual will have coping strategies best suited to their needs. Since the age of 14 I've had an insulin pump. The pump has been life-changing for me because beforehand I would have had to be on four injections a day. This meant when I was at school, restaurants or at any mealtime having to go to the bathroom to give insulin before I could eat. The pump suited my needs effectively as it allows me to be more flexible with my life as well as only having to change the cannula every two to three days instead of an injection which would be every few hours. In contrast, My younger brother has been diabetic for three years now and got offered the pump which he chose not to have. This is because everyone is different and for him the cannula didn't seem as appealing or having to wear a pump. Each individual will know what 
would work best for them. Thank you, Eve. We now have an experience from Sarah, who also has type 1 diabetes. Let's see what she has to say. Her story has been voiced by Deborah Adepoju, who's an event coordinator within our society. Before lockdown, I stopped attending school a week before the schools closed. There was a lot of information going about saying that people with diabetes are at a greater risk. However, it was never specified between type 1 or type 2. Naturally, I was anxious before lockdown going into crowded areas like school, shops or concerts as I was worried about catching the coronavirus and the impacts that this could potentially have on my own health. During lockdown, I had a call with my diabetes team as I was due a clinic appointment and the team were very helpful as always. I have also been able to get my prescriptions as usual. I have good control of my diabetes so I think I am in a lesser risk group if I were to catch the coronavirus, so I am not too worried. Thank you, Sarah. And last but not least, we have Steve. He has type 1 diabetes. This is a paraphrased response from him, voiced by John Saganti, who is the president of our society. Perhaps the main impact COVID has had on my mental health has been the stress and uncertainty the virus and lockdown has brought. I was fortunate enough to be furloughed with the 20% made up by my job, which meant that financial stress wasn't a problem. But there is a degree of helplessness that the virus brings that impacts us all, diabetes or not. As part of a group who were initially shielding, I decided to make an impact by 3D printing facials for our local hospitals, carers, funeral parlours, pharmacies and GP surgeries, in order to feel I have made a difference. The stress has caused mistakes in medications and insulin dosages, and although this has been the main impact, my diabetic control following my latest phone consultation is excellent. My HbA1c is now at 60, which is very good for a type 1, and I have been discharged back to the surgery from the local diabetic service. Now back to work, I'm doing better, although now the stress is caused by my imminent house move rather than the virus. A big thank you to Steve, Sarah and Eve for sharing the experiences of lockdown and the pandemic. As they all mentioned, a major impact has been the uncertainty and being in the dark about the virus as the situation has been ever evolving. But as you heard, everyone's experience was somewhat different. Things in Scotland are getting better and lockdown has been eased at different rates all over the UK. This in itself is making people, including those managing diabetes, feel slightly less stressed. However, having said that, many are worried about a possible second wave and are very much aware that the virus will not just disappear overnight. We're all in it for the long haul with COVID-19. But how can we help people managing diabetes and other long-term conditions? As medical professionals, it is important to recognise and accept that people will have fears and concerns. This is a perfectly normal response to an unknown situation. By building a rapport with patients, we can allow them to express their emotions and concerns. A lot of primary and community healthcare is not easily available given the current situation, so it is understandable that people managing such conditions will be concerned about the fact that services are less accessible. As a society, we can help by understanding why people are still concerned. Although cases are decreasing day by day, someone may still be very frightened about how the virus will affect them. Check up on your friends and family via phone or social media regardless of whether they're managing a chronic condition. 
Educate others who aren't aware of the mental stresses that people with diabetes or other conditions are under. Little things truly do help. And for those who do have diabetes, in times of uncertainty, lockdown and isolation, it helps a lot to try to stick to a daily routine. Things have been and are going to be different, but by keeping to a routine, mistakes such as wrong insulin dosages won't be as likely to happen. It provides a framework to plan and fit exercise and meals in without having to worry about your blood sugar levels too much. Another thing that many diabetes organisations recommend is that you limit your exposure to the continuous news of COVID-19. Constantly looking at the news and social media regarding the virus can lead to a lot of stress. Make time for activities you like, whether it is playing board games with your family or going on a walk. This will allow you to de-stress and keep your mind focused. To add to this, there are various mental health platforms available if you're understandably struggling or anxious, such as the Diabetes UK Helpline and the NHS Every Mind Matters website. Obviously, these things are applicable to everyone, but for those who have a long-term condition, it will implement a big positive change. So, this episode, we have talked a lot about the worries that those with diabetes and other conditions may have during lockdown and uncertain times. These concerns are legitimate and should not be shrugged off as someone being paranoid or overly worried. We need to understand and help as much as we can. I hope this episode has been interesting and I also hope that it has opened everyone's eyes on the big stresses that people have been facing during lockdown. Join us next week for another interesting episode as part of our Covendo series. Please do follow us on our Aberdeen University Endocrinology Society Facebook, Twitter and Instagram pages. Please like and share the podcast with all your friends and colleagues. And of course, I always welcome any feedback about our podcasts. If you have any requests for future podcasts, then absolutely let us know. As always, we're very grateful for the support we are receiving. And once again, a big thank you to our speakers in this episode. Stay safe and happy. This is Hepsi Xavier signing off.